Welcome to Building Fortunes Radio. Make sure you check us out at buildingfortunesradio.com. Along with our marketing partners, we're here to help our PM Marketing Network Lead customers build their businesses and make the world a better place. At Building Fortunes, we know how much your business means to you and the people important to you. So spread the word, tell a friend, join our newsletter, and go make a difference in your world. Now on to our show with your host, Peter Mingles. Peter Bingles here. You're listening to us on Building Fortunes Radio. It's www.buildingfortunesradio.com. For anybody that might be unfamiliar with my voice, my name is Peter Mingles. We host this radio show every Tuesday now with a gentleman at noon Eastern with a gentleman named Russell Johnson. Russell is a gentleman who's a legend, if you will, in the network marketing industry. He's been successful for several decades. And uh, you'll hardly ever get a chance to meet anyone with his level of experience. So when Russell speaks, we listen. And we've been doing this radio show as part of a special project that he has as well. We call it the UFL Radio Show with Russ. And it's uh, a passion of his, if you will, to kind of spread the word about UFOs. And he's got a lot of great ideas and a great podcast. And I said, you know, we have to make sure the world knows about this. So we'll use our Building Fortunes radio listening audience, who has a tendency, if you will, of list, you know, kind of being open-minded towards those things, and uh, we'll do some radio shows with this. And he said, well, I'm using network marketing to fund the UFO radio show. And I said, well, that's interesting because a lot of people don't know a lot about network marketing, and a lot of people also don't know that network marketing has funded a lot of other things. So we're going to talk a little bit about network marketing on this radio show. But the first thing I want to do is I want to say thank you to Russ Johnson for being here. So, Russ, thanks for being here on your own radio show. Yeah, good morning. Well, thank you very much for inviting me on my own radio show. Thank you. (laughs) Really appreciate it. (laughs) Yeah, it's great when we both show up. That's a good thing. Um, Absolutely. for those people that are unfamiliar with who you are, because we have a lot of first-time listeners, and they kind of go through our radio show, they find us somewhere else on the internet. Give people a few-minute commercial on who Russell Johnson is. Okay. I guess you – look, look, look. My background is such that I started in radio back in 1961 with All Night Jazz Show, and then I went on to – I worked with Oprah Winfrey when she was in news on WJZ-TV 13 in Baltimore. I was at WBAL-TV in Baltimore as a newscaster. And then I did talk radio in Baltimore. I had a talk show every day from 1 until 5, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, in a city of about 800,000 people. So it was pretty popular, a little controversial because it was back in the 60s. But anyway, anyway. So... But that was a disc jockey, not only in Baltimore, at many stations, but down in North Carolina, Raleigh and Winston-Salem, North Carolina, and then Virginia and other places in Washington, D.C., WPFW. But anyway, long and short, after I walked into the back door to get into radio, I decided after I got in the door to do some study and become you know, knowledgeable in terms of the books, and I went into Antioch and got my... B.A. and M.A. in broadcasting, and then I went on and got a Ph.D. from the Union Graduate School, and I started doing teaching at Howard University, Antioch, as an adjunct professor at Antioch, and also at uh, Morgan State University in Washington and in Baltimore. And then I was doing national some consulting work in radio with National Public Radio, and also with Pacifica Radio in Washington D.C. at WPFW. So that's that's. 
my radio background. But on the side, I got into Amway Corporation back in 1978, so this is my 43rd year in network marketing. And by happenstance and by luck of staying around long enough to learn the industry, and I've written two books on this stuff, but I I managed to make about $8 million. So what can I say? This wasn't too shabby. But is that the best of the best you can do in this industry? Eight million that people make that a year. You know, if I look at uh, Horton Bugs, who started in Amway himself, maybe thirty years ago, and the best he could do was make five hundred dollars a month every other month. Then after five hundred dollars a month, because I was also um, a director, if you will, in Amway, and I learned you know those kind of skills back in the day that he had to pay his downline and pay the people who, you know, he had brought to the table on the, in his organization. But then he got to a point there he was making 10000 a month and then 20000 a month. And a little later on, with Organo Gold, he got started and decided to put the pedal to the metal and really hone his skills. And he started making a million dollars a month. So for about four or five years, he was making a million dollars a month. So if you ever want to see his see him or listen to his technique, strategy, and skill set, all you do is Google Horton Bugs, B-U-G-G-S, and he he lays out all the, all the strategies that he used to get to that million-dollar check every month. But other people have done it. I'm just thinking about the guy with Excel, and he's gone now, um, Paul Orbison. He stumbled and fumbled with Excel communications in the early days, and in two years, the best he could do back in the day, you know, learning the industry, was get to $1,200 a month, which was woefully inadequate in terms of his expenditures. And his wife didn't appreciate that at all. But anyway, he stayed long enough to get down to the road. His last couple of years that he was in XL Communications before it was sold, he was making $1 million a month. That was back Oh, in the 70s, so late 60s, 70s, you know, something back in this. So that was good money, and that is good money today. But a lot of people don't understand uh, that the money is on the table in network marketing. They really just don't, maybe because they don't read anything about it, they don't hear much about it, they hear about Amway and Shackley and Herbalife and New Skin and whatever and whatever, whatever. And they just believe that to sell a bottle, a, 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 a bar of soap, you know, a tube, two, a tube of tooth, a toothpaste, and you, and you can't. How can you make money doing that? They don't understand the mechanism of how network marketing works. And I, I say, and I was talking to Peter just a few minutes ago. It's like a penny a day, Peter. Look, let's do this for the customers because there are a lot of people who are going to need some extra income pretty soon because the economy is going to. A downfall. We're on a precipice of a lot of things happening that's not going to be happy. You know, people are going to be losing houses and unemployment and going by the wayside. People just don't want to work anymore. They don't want to go to those jobs anymore. And and people are going to be looking for money. And network marketing is alternative. You know, you a plan B for some people, like you and me. We we know that it does work. So. Why don't we we do this this morning? Why don't you help people to understand the breadth and the depth of what what can happen 
in the network marketing industry. And some of the books they may read or videos they may watch to educate them to show that they have a real big picture of this industry. What do you think? Peter, sure, what do you that think? sounds good. That well, sounds go perfect. Ahead. Well, um, so I'll start off with my introduction to network marketing because I could blend, uh, blend that into that story. I used to be a uh, sales manager for a company called Electrolux, and that was a vacuum cleaner company for those people that are old enough to remember when it was a vacuum cleaner. Um, so my job as a branch manager, when I first got started in the management training program, I made enough sales for them to promote me to run a store. And when I was running that store, they said, listen, 50% of your profits, uh, 50% of the profits are going to be yours from the store. So, you know, what's the formula for profits? And I said, well, sales minus, I didn't say this, it was taught to me, sales minus expenses equals profit. So I want to focus on my sales, want to manage my expenses, and this way there's more for me to keep and more for me to share with the company. So sales was always a good thing. So if you're in thinking about it, sales for some people is a negative thing. For me, sales is a good thing because I could increase my income. And when we looked at that, we said, well, who can hire people in this store? Well, I was the branch manager, so I, could, I was the only one that could hire people. So now just think about that. I was the only one that could hire people. I could do mass hiring sessions. I could do one-on-one interviews. I could recruit people from the street. I could do whatever, but I was the only one. Well, in 1988 into 1989, Electrolux introduced a network marketing compensation plan. And when they introduced that network marketing compensation plan, they said everyone can be a distributor and everyone has the opportunity to build a team on their own. And we don't expect everyone to train everyone. We expect the branch manager, you know, the best trainers to be able to do the training. But I looked at it and said, bam. I saw it right away. Every salesperson had an incentive to help me build my store because they could bring people in. I could train them, so we had a good training. I, we, could, we could go through numbers of people, meaning some people will stay, some people just work part-time, blah, blah, blah. But I went from me, and then eventually I had some assistant managers, so maybe I had like three assistant managers, so that would make four of us to recruit, to my service manager, could help us recruit people. My secretary could help us recruit. Every salesperson we had could help us to recruit. And I went from a a good store to being the number one branch office, Bayside, Queens, just for those people who want records, um, in that company. And it also helped me get promoted because when they're looking for people to promote, they look who's peaking at that time, peak as in P-E-A-K, not P-E-E-K for those people that are strange. But if you're peaking, meaning like hitting the top numbers at that time, it helped me become an area vice president. So for me, I saw it right away. I saw it as, wait a minute, if I had four people, I went from one to a few to now four people, and then all of a sudden when we had everyone, now get this, Russell, because this is going to bring back this to this analogy you're going to bring up a little bit later, but if I had 30 people potentially in my office and they all had an opportunity to just recruit one person, I would have 60. And then I would need a bigger office. And if we had each person, each of those 60 just recruit one more person, I'd have 120. Just one. Like each person, just Mm -hmm. doing one. Gosh forbid anybody did two or three or ten. It would explode. It would, when I say explode, not like in a terrorist way, I'm talking about it would grow 
so much so quickly. So I was somewhat privileged and biased based on where I started from. So mm-hmm. you would say then, hey, Peter, um, <clears throat> how about a guy who's never been exposed to this any, anything before? Do you think they would be able to come to the same conclusion that you did on their own? And the answer is probably not. And I think that's the answer for a reason why a lot of people don't understand the power of network marketing, because many people are just nice, regular people that do regular things, probably like I would have done if I wasn't in sales. So that's my little story about network marketing. But we'll talk a little bit about that exponential growth in just a second. So back to you. Right, right, okay. Do you want to take a break right here, or do you want, to, want me to go to yeah, the next question? Yeah, we'll do that. We'll take a break. So okay, we're right. going to take okay, a little right. commercial break for those people listening in. If you go back to buildingfortunesradio.com forward slash UFO, buildingfortunesradio.com forward slash UFO, you'll be able to see this radio show. And we also call it UFO Super Patch because the Super Patch is part of that network marketing thing. We'll be right back. Thanks for listening to Building Fortunes Radio. If you sell a product or service, then you should check out PMMarketingNetworkLead.com. Just visit www.networklead.com. For over 18 years, PM Marketing has helped distributors build their home-based businesses through lead generation, website development, automated email delivery systems, and sales training. If you're looking for a way to increase your skills and increase the number of people that see your product or opportunity, NetworkLeads.com can help. To learn more, visit www.NetworkLeads.com. Ask about their lead management system, capture pages, personalized websites, MLM training, humongous blogs, the humongous classified ad network, Building Fortunes Radio, or their webinar schedule. NetworkLeads.com can be your one-stop shop for everything you need. And now, back to our show. And we're back. Peter Mingles here with Russell Johnson on the UFO Radio Show, but we're talking about the network marketing industry and how he's using the network marketing industry, which most people don't understand, or most people might have a bias against towards building the UFO Radio Show. So, Russell, back to you. Uh, but, but see, look, 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 look. You, you had a great story, a wonderful story. You you started out as a man that you kind of you got the vision. You saw what was happening. You expanded. You doubled. You tripled, and became very successful in what you were doing in terms of a, growing that electroluck business, if you will, uh, to big numbers. The what would you recommend a person read? view or do who happens to be a novice in this industry what would you, what, what what books would you recommend i say the slight edge by jeff olson uh, he has that audio you can get it but the book is a very simple book and he teaches you how to do the two a day one a week and build yourself an organization beyond anything you can possibly imagine i would also say rich dad for uh, poor dad by robert kiyosaki and that's a good book because he talks about the four quadrants. But the other thing that he talks about in the book, the business school for people who, I don't know how you say, how you say that, for people who don't like selling or something like that. But he has another book called The Business School where he describes network marketing in depth, if you will. I would also recommend Eric Worre's book, The GoPro, and also his documentary rise of the entrepreneur you can always punch that up rise movie rise of the entrepreneur 
Google that and you'll see it. Maybe you can watch the whole thing on YouTube. He produced that documentary about a, a couple of years, probably about 10 years ago or more. But anyway, it's, it's, it's an eye-opener in terms of what it teaches you about the possibilities of making serious income in network marketing. What would you recommend? You know, I've never been a big book reader. Yep, I'm here. Okay. I've never been a, a really big book reader of the industry, um, only because I've, <laughs> I don't want to say this the wrong. I've been too busy doing it. Not enough time to sit down mm-hmm. and read anything. Mm-hmm. So I've been a listener. A listener will always work for me because in my car I had an audio cassette or <clears throat> I, I had a tape recorder in my car. So I was always old school. I wanted to listen wherever I possibly could. So I was always a big fan of, like, um, uh, Mark Arnell, uh, who was a gentleman who was with New Skin. And part of the reason why I was introduced to Mark Arnell, and this is part of my little story here, is he taught at the University of uh, Chicago in Illinois with a friend of mine who became a friend of mine called Dr. Charles King. So mm-hmm. I, wanted to, I wanted to see number one. Uh, I, I was not someone who was attracted by the hype that happens in network marketing. So there's a lot of hype. You know, I think Dale Maloney, if you remember Dale Maloney, like, what do you do if there's not enough hype in network marketing? you got to add more hype. <laughs> like, you know, I'm like, I don't need more hype. I, I, I'm trying to provide for my family. So my family doesn't need a motivational speech, you know. The red, my family needs food. <laughs> so I would say I was interested in more of the – is network marketing an option for me? So I was gravitated towards people like Dr. Charles King, who was an academic. Uh, we have him on our – you'll find his uh, audios, and we can make more audios available when he was alive. Uh, but he, racked, he actually went through the business behind network marketing. So I was attracted more towards the business of network marketing as opposed to the hype behind network marketing because the hype kind of turned me off. The business kind of turned me on. And um, – that was why I stayed away from a lot of other people. But then I met a gentleman named Mark Yarnell uh, and his mm-hmm. wife, Rini, at that time. <clears throat> and Mark was all hype, but he was all money, too, because he was a multimillionaire many times over with a company called Newskin, and literally um, was a gentleman who was just amazing at logic as well. So I found he was really good. So anything by Mark Yarnell, he's got – I think he's got a book called The New Professionals. Your first year in network marketing is a classic. Um, I think learning the foundations of, like what you said, the rich dad, poor dad, although I hate that name. i got to tell you publicly because <clears throat> I don't want to mm-hmm. be a, a hypocrite. I hate that name, rich dad, poor dad. Anybody calling their dad a poor dad. I mean, I, I grew up Italian, so that would be, like, disrespectful. So I never liked that name. Um, but the reality was is the four quadrants made some sense to me, and a few of the other things that he says every once in a while make some sense to me as well. But books were one thing, but for some people, audios are good too, and there's plenty of really good audios on network marketing out there as well. Um, and <clears throat> here's one thing you may not know. So I'm going to tell you something you may not know, believe it or not. I was um, – watching an interview with Kevin Thompson, who's an attorney, uh, and Troy Dooley and Tom Chenault. These are popular names from the past of network marketing. They interviewed a gentleman named Ryan Chamberlain, who's a representative, state representative here in Florida. And he, Ryan Chamberlain, grew up in a network marketing company. And I said, huh. And he promotes it. He promotes network marketing and he's a current, if you will, chamber member of the Chamberlain is his last name, but he's in this, I guess, the House of Representatives here in Florida, which means most of you don't know who he is because you don't live in Florida and you probably don't follow the politics in Florida as well. I didn't either, but I started to look 
And I said, I wonder how many other politicians have MLM backgrounds. So if you do like your artificial intelligence or your Google searches or whatever you want to search for, you'll find that Ron DeSantis, believe it or not, was in Amway. And Jim Jordan, for those people that like Jim Jordan, was in Amway. And there's a lot of really very successful mm-hmm. politicians mm-hmm. who had an Amway, who, or I'm sorry, who had not only an Amway background, but also had an MLM background as well. So lots of successful people learned a lot of really great things from this industry. So even if you don't make it the lifestyles of the rich and famous, who you are when you leave or who you are when you stay could be influenced a lot by this industry. So back to you. Right, no problem. Yeah, great, great, great names you called. Uh, when you talk about uh, Dr. Charles King, and he used to teach at the University of, uh, I didn't know he passed, but you know, he endorsed both of my books. But anyway, I have two books. One, all, uh, the twenty, the twenty-one day challenge, and all the, all the things you need to know about prospecting. But anyway, he, um, when he was first introduced in that book, marketing, he said he was teaching a graduate course, and and the economy took was, was down a bit, and people were finding hard times to talk about. I'm gonna get this degree, uh, MBA and get this good job back in the day, a couple back in the 80s. But then he said, one student came to him and said, Dr. King, since the jobs aren't plentiful, so to speak, for MA, MBA graduates, why don't we look at network marketing? He says, I don't want to talk about any scams or schemes in this course. And the guy says, do you know anything about network marketing? He says, no, and I don't care to know anything about network marketing. He, he said, well, if I gave you that, answer on a test, what would you give me? He said, I'll give you an F. So I'm sorry. Let me go do my research. He did his research and the rest is history. He became a, not only a proponent, but he taught it all over the world and he courses in it. He and uh, he tied up with, I can't, I can't think of the game, the other guy's name was in the Navy and they did Tim seminars on it. Yeah, yeah, Tim, Tim, Tim Sales, right. Absolutely, absolutely. And so they started doing seminars on it and they started teaching at the Kellogg Institute at the University of of, of Chicago, so of course it's on network marketing, but yeah, so I go back with him then I also go back with you mentioned uh, another gentleman uh, I can't think of his name your first year in network marketing, Mark Yonell he came into network marketing in 1986 and he, at the time he had five jobs he was a you know, minister well, itinerant ministry if you were of a small little church and he was having more than, than 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 one drink a day. He was drinking too much. But he got into network marketing, and he turned his whole life around. And between 1986, when he joined New Skin, and the time that he sort of tested up the side and started doing some other things, writing books and other things, that was 2002, he made about $36 million to put in his pocket. But anyway... He talked about the things that he used to do to get that kind of money and to build an organization. So you mentioned some great people in terms of the history of network marketing. Listen, uh, I think we're coming down to the pipe where we got five minutes left. Yep, we do. Yeah, I think it's about five. But I would suggest two motion pictures that I would say go watch on Netflix. One is called Self Made, Self Made, and it's the story of Madame. C.J. Walker, which he took a dollar and fifty cents in 1907, 1908, and turned it into millions and millions of dollars. Okay, a dollar fifty cents—that's all she had. 
and it and it talks about her whole story, and it talks about the strategies, the techniques, and skill sets that she used to make millions and millions of dollars from that dollar fifty cents back in 1908. You need to watch that motion picture. The other motion picture I would recommend would be one called The Founder, how Ray Kroc met the McDonald brothers and convinced them to hire him to expand McDonald's now with about 50,000 franchises throughout the world. They only had one or two, the one they were operating, and another one. But he convinced them to do the expansion of McDonald's throughout the world, and eventually he took it over. And But before he left, I think he... He had something like $30 million, $40 million in the bank as a result of that effort. So those are the two motion pictures I would say. Please watch those motion pictures, take notes, and understand how network marketing really operates. Any other comments that you want to make, Peter, before we leave? No. You know, one of the things that um, I learned when I was um, uh, being introduced to the direct sales profession is a little exercise um, and I'm going to kind of say, you know, what are your options? <clears throat> so sure. when, when uh, my branch manager at the time said, you know, he, he kind of used this, and I'm going to shorten this real quick just to, for, the, uh, for the time of this radio show, but we should probably explore this a little bit further. He said, Peter, you know, sure. take a look at your lifestyle. How much would it cost you to have a lifestyle that, that would really turn you on? So I said, a lifestyle that would turn me on. He says, he says, you know, the house that you want to live in, the car that you want to drive, the food that you want to eat, you know, all that sort of stuff. If you want to have a family, why do you want to go to school? And I really didn't have any concept of that because I was only 22 at that time, and mm-hmm. I was really not introduced to money. Well, <clears throat> we went through, like, well, let's, let's say $100,000. And uh, what kind of occupations can you pursue to make 100000 a year? So we went through, you know, professional athlete, you know, actor, we went through, you know, the professional, maybe like an engineer or doctor or whatever. We listed them all, and um, I didn't even know about direct sales, but salesman was in there as well. And then we started to cross them off based on what was an option for me. So as we started to cross them off, direct sales and direct sales management was the only option for me. Like, what was I going to do, go to school to be a lawyer? I just went to school to become a pre-med, and I, you know, do another four years, another two years after that, or whatever, whatever, whatever. It's really not an option for me. You know, be a professional boxer, probably not an option for me. Professional football player, not an option for me. 22, I was already over my, par- over my prime, even if I was any good. Um, so the reality was is that I found that this was – and he did not present network marketing. I don't even know if he knew about network marketing because he was in direct sales. But as a little exercise for those people listening in, list all of the professions that can earn the income that would really turn you on. And then without like a Tony Robbins motivational speaker, you know, like, you could do it, you could do it, you could do it. Because remember, I'm not hype. Um, think about what are the options for you – at this time, and the answer is, I'm telling you, when you really understand network marketing, not only will it be probably one of the only options, it'll also be one of the best options. And we should probably explore this on a future radio show because we're going to do a lot of these with Russell Johnson. But, Russ, I'll let you close it up because you've got about a minute. Okay. Yeah, folks, if you want to get a, a, a more of a, a clue of how this works, I would say go to – UFO superpatch.net, UFO superpatch.net, 
and uh, take a look around and leave your name and number and your email address, and I'll get back to you. And I'll walk you through a company that I think will be going into the billions of dollars in the next few years where you can make millions. So certainly a nice, comfortable income for, <clears throat> excuse me, from the comfort of your home. Peter, thank you very much for having me. I really appreciate it. That's, thank you. Again, that's UFOsuperpatch.net, and uh, I'll talk to you then. Thanks. Excellent. And for those people who want to hear this again and share it with others, if you go back to buildingfortunesradio.com forward slash UFO, you'll be able to hear this and the previous radio shows. We'll catch everybody next week. Thanks, everyone. Thanks, Ross. You've been listening to Building Fortunes Radio on buildingfortunesradio.com. Thanks for listening. Be sure to check us out every Friday at 5 p.m. Eastern Time for the designated Building Fortunes Radio segment with Peter Mingle. Be sure to check out the buildingfortunesradio.com website for our featured segments. It's been our privilege to have you listen in. At Building Fortunes Radio, we wish you the success you deserve and are willing to work for. So spread the word, tell a friend, join our newsletter, and go make a difference in your world. Holidays start here at Smith with a variety of options to celebrate traditions old and new. Whether you're making a traditional roasted turkey or spicy turkey taco, your go-to shrimp cocktail, or your first Cajun risotto, Smith's has all the freshest ingredients to embrace your tradition. Smith's, fresh for everyone. And right now, you can save when you shop your faves. Just buy six or more participating sale items and save 50 cents each with your card. Smith's, fresh for everyone.